Welcome to the Runners Connect Run to the Top Extra Kick Extra Kick Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Runners Connect Run to the Top Extra Kick Podcast. Sitting here today with Coach Dylan Bellis and Coach Roy Moynihan. Today, we're going to talk to you guys about how we mentally prepare and, and get ready for our own bigger races, specifically the ones on the higher stage of things and how we really get ourselves into a place of good standing and readiness for what the event or the biggest event that we have on the year. So I'll start off. So we all have big races. We all have these longer marathon goals that take us sometimes six for myself. It actually took around 10 or 11 months of just solid consistent building up and preparing for and you kind of a lot of times you put all your eggs in one basket and i personally did this myself i ran some races over the winter but ultimately i was getting ready for the marathon and i really wanted to that was the race i really wanted to to be at my best and i think a lot of people feel this way they can have great tune-up races that's 10k half marathon any distance in between but if you don't really execute on race day, it can really, really put a damper on everything. So how do you prepare for that? And like, we're really going to kind of dive into how, how Coach Rory and I prepare for something like that and really keep ourselves in check and under control and ultimately prepared for what is to come. So for myself personally, I'm a very low stress person. I take that route when it comes to racing. I like to spend time with my friends, the community, having fun, talking with people. Ultimately, I, I don't like to really think about the race that much because I put a lot, I put in a lot of effort to get to that point. And there's really no reason for me to, to waste energy beforehand by thinking about it too much. I, when I was in Germany, I, I spoke with some a few fellow athletes before the race and it was really it was really tough for me to be around them at some points mainly because they were so stressed out about the race on every little detail and personally I don't do well with that because I don't want to think about it I really just want to have fun kind of keep my mind at ease and really save everything for that next day and prepare so I like to surround myself with good people, whether that's my friends, my family, and do something that's going to be pretty easy on the mind, whether that's maybe we go watch a movie or we go out to dinner or we go for a short walk and see some things. You know, I really just like to keep it, it's again, low stress, not a lot of activity. You know, I'm not walking around and causing a lot of excess fatigue by touring the city i've definitely made this mistake before i'm sure many of us have at these humongous expos it's really easy to get caught in the bright lights and all the gear and the the shoes and stuff that's on sale there it's really easy to do and when you're in a new city maybe even a new country you even exacerbate that issue even further so for myself well, at least the night before the race i like to keep things under wraps i just like to kind of chill out don't worry about things too much and, you know, let it be, you know, obviously drinking water. I'm still focused on that, staying hydrated, eating good food and making sure I'm not doing anything new. 
but ultimately I'm, you know, you can chat with me before the race and I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll never be stressed out. I'm, I'm generally pretty, pretty calm. I keep my nerves at ease when it comes before the race. So yeah, well, I want everybody to kind of hear with you, Rory, what are, how do you process things before the race? And it's okay if it's not, you know, it's, it's, I'm not saying that my way is the best way, you know, and everybody's a little bit different. Everybody has a little bit different goals, but yeah, what is something that you do um, or how do you process the night before the race to ultimately be able to, to be on race, get to race day and, and, and feel mentally and physically sharp? Yeah. So of course we have uh, traveled together and done some races together. So I've got to kind of witness that uh, pre-race ritual and routine. And I'd say we're, we're pretty similar in that regard. I'm also pretty laid back and, and low stress. I, I wouldn't say it was always that way. I know in high school, I would often, uh, be petrified heading into races. I had a, a lot of pressure. I ran for a school in Fargo, North Dakota. And even though the competition wasn't like super fierce, I was the top runner at my school and it, it was always just, Hey, are you going to win the race today? Are you going to do it? And I just really kind of beat myself up and I'd be in math class or English and just replay all these scenarios in my mind of what could happen and how I was going to do it. One thing that helped was just racing often. I mean, I logged so many races in high school and then college. I almost got kind of desensitized to it and I had a great coach in college who, I don't know if he necessarily gave us, you know, this wise advice about racing. It's just, you have to be around certain people who just have this calm demeanor. And he created that for the team. I did have a couple teammates, like you mentioned, who would just also get very nervous and talk about every detail and why they weren't feeling great or what could go wrong. And I think one thing that helps besides distracting yourself um, by doing fun things, going to a movie and hanging out with friends and family is to allow maybe certain times for yourself to, to actually think about the race. I know one thing I talked about, and I think Coach Michael had a podcast on this, is uh, visualization. So that's one thing I'll try to do this week heading into CIM. I've been kind of slacking, but I think my resolution for 2019 was to meditate daily I got to a point where I was like, oh, I'll do it five days a week, you know, and now I'm really committed. So I am meditating daily. I don't necessarily run through the whole race, but I will, I will do a visualization in the probably two to three days before the race and then the night before. So that'll be my time to reframe and just think about the race and how I want it to go. Then I usually find by giving myself that window when I'm done, whether I'm listening to a meditation app or just running through to my mind. I'll do something else and just try to focus on going to sleep, getting myself sleepy. And I usually end up telling myself there's literally no point in worrying about it right now. It's cutting into my sleep. I know some people, they try to watch the clock and they start counting minutes that they're losing, but I just try to not necessarily shut my mind off, but yeah, just reach a point of just telling myself, Hey, worrying does not do any good. And when I wake up in the morning, that's when I'm really I actually am thinking about the race as I prepare the first meal that I have or get out of bed, do a little shakeout jog. So, yeah, absolutely. And you know, before, before we proceed forward, I just wanted to, to tell everyone that I'm sitting right now, I'm sitting in Rory's office and around the room right now 
is a few different visual, visual cues based on his goals. And so I, I just by looking around, I see a board that says CIM two, uh, 218 OTQ, which is, which is what's needed to, to make the Olympic trials qualifying time. And then he also has a calendar right to my left that also says CIM OTQ. So when it comes to visualization and really trying to ingrain that belief, uh, he's already he's already done that. And that's I think that's that's actually a pretty good strategy. It's just it's one of those things where if there's something that you don't necessarily you don't really like maybe you're a long ways away from it and you don't believe in it. And you know, it's you know, if you're if you're a four hour marathoner one day you want to run three hours. So you write three hours on your board. And you know, maybe you don't achieve that, but one of the things that they that there's some research and, you know, some people have suggested, suggest, um, is that you, you write it down and you repeat it to yourself every day. I think this was something that I read in Napoleon Hill's How to Think and Grow Rich book. It's writing down your goals, saying you're going to do it every day. I was reading about Ford and how... Basically, they didn't believe that he could create this engine. He was like, you're going to create this engine. You're going to create this engine. And eventually he did, even though it had never been done before, was seen as impossible. And, you know, that's the thing is that there's a lot of things that go on in our training, in our lives that at one point seemed very, very impossible. But like anything, it takes time and discipline and, and work to really get there. So I just wanted to let everybody know that your coach does these things and I'm here to to add to that and say that you know I'm sitting in his office right now and I'm, I'm looking over at his walls and I see that he is actually implementing these strategies within his own life so yeah moving forward to the race morning it's pretty simple for me I, I generally get up uh, if it's a 7 a.m. race I may be up at four, I'm up at four I have a short little snack if it's a marathon it's usually 500 calories or so I'm typically eating something very simple, two Lara bars, two things of Belvita bites, these little crackers that I like to eat. Those are, I wouldn't eat four of those, you know, it would be two Lara bars or two packs of those things. So just something very simple, digestible and nothing too crazy. Um, I try to keep it as simple, you know, as uh, familiar as possible. When I was in Germany, these things actually weren't available. So I had, uh, what are they called? Like biscuits, little biscuits and, um, some peanut butter, which is very questionable in Germany. If I've ever been, doesn't really actually taste like peanut butter. I don't know exactly what it was, but it was it was weird. But it was good. It was fine. It didn't bother my stomach at all. And uh, I usually follow that with some water, maybe some scraps, some hi- uh, some hydration, just making sure I'm getting my electrolytes up, that sort of thing. And really, it's just a very procedural process. It's it's wake up, maybe take a shower. I like to shower before running for some reason, and then have a little snack water, hop on a bus, make my way over to the start line and and try to get there as soon as possible so that I'm not stressed out. And then from there, it's very simple. 10 minutes, easy jog before a marathon, 20 minutes to three miles for a half marathon, about the same for anything less than that too, all the way down to a mile. Dynamic stretching, drills, strides, race. Very simple. The, the longer the race, the lower the stress for me. And again, it's the same, same thing as the night before. It's just very procedural. Well, the night before is a little bit more open-minded, and then the morning of is very procedural, kind of more business-like, but still pretty pretty open and, and having fun conversations. And just, you know, when I'm standing on the line, 
I don't like to be too tense and just have some fun conversations with people around me. Yeah, I think that's uh, what some of our listeners might uh, want to hear, you know, from some of these elite runners. Like, what are they doing up there at the start line? Are they like chatting with fellow runners, joking around? I usually try to, you know, crack a few jokes right up until the last minute. That just helps me calm my nerves. I'm still very focused. I'd say in the the hour leading up to the race, I've really kind of switched my mindset where I'm I'm thinking about the task at hand. I was wondering if you might bring this up, but I do listen to uh, music. Typically when I wake up, sometimes I'll even like designate a song for that day. I know I did this in high school and college, maybe for CIM, uh, I'll pick us out a, a theme song, but just some song that's kind of spoken to me or relates to what I want to accomplish. And I will just blast it really loud if I have the opportunity, whether it's just turning up my phone as loud as it goes or getting the headphones on so I can just hear it even clearer. And I might even might even take a lyric from that song and just kind of think about it as I'm on the bus or, you know, in the car there and just repeat it to myself. I'll even like sing it to a teammate or friend just for kicks if they're they're in on it. Now, as I'm talking about music, I realize in recent years, one thing that has changed is like, if you're listening to music now, it means you have your, your smartphone with you. So when I referenced uh, listening to music in high school and college, I had an iPod, iPod classic, I believe. And I would really only be listening to music. But of course, now if you have your phone, you could get notifications on social media. You might get text messages from family and friends. And, you know, some of that encouragement may be great, but typically um, I referenced, you know, the last hour I'm really focusing in, I'll kind of set the, the phone aside. So I will have that point where I turn off the music. I'll send the last text to mom, you know, or the girlfriend or whoever that, Hey, thanks for the support. I'll let you know how it goes afterwards, you know, if they're not there in the crowd, of course. Yeah. And then, then it's business time. So I'm just kind of curious, um, cause some people actually bring their phones with them. They have them throughout the run, you know, maybe they listen to music during the race. Now I know personally, you do not listen to music during a race. Do you have a rule about phones on race day? Does that provide a distraction that is wanted or unwanted? Yeah, that's actually a pretty good question. I, in, you know, to, to preface this, I, I'm not a, I'm not a music person at all when it comes to running. I never carry my phone with me. I never listen to music or podcasts when I'm running. It's, it's just, I, I kind of like the running for, for what it is and that's okay. It doesn't matter if you're, if you are or not just kind of wanted to, get, to put that out there. But yeah, before a race, I like to listen to music when I'm kind of walking around and, and getting my way to the race. If I'm on like a long bus ride to the start in at CIM, we actually go from Sacramento to Folsom. So it's a pretty, pretty good bus ride and it's dark and it's nice to kind of listen to some music. So I'll, I'll do that just to kind of, to get a little bit pumped up. It's kind of fun. It's kind of fun to do, but yeah, when it comes to the race morning, I don't really have any concerns with being on the phone. I don't really, you know, I don't, again, as long as it's not adding stress, I mean, if you're answering your business emails before your race you probably shouldn't be doing that um like yeah just you got to stay away from anything that's going to dawn on you if you're getting to the race day it's sunday morning 
and you click your Gmail messages and you're starting to respond to business calls or business messages and there's things in there that you need to take care of on Monday, that's not a good stress. That's not a good thing to be doing. So if you can avoid those work-related obligations, really immerse yourself in the day. Sure, you know, have fun on your phone, do whatever, you know, check the sports scores or whatever, unless, you know, that's not good for you and that's something that also breaks down. But anyways, stay off the things that cause you negative stress. You don't want to do that. And yeah, I mean, sure, you can limit some time on phone too. I think there's good research that says that any information you take is take in is, is stored. You have basically a limited, you have a bandwidth of information that you can take in. So, but it's, it's very similar to if you're working hard all day, all day, all day, and you're just mentally draining yourself, you're also physically draining yourself. So the more you, information you can potentially take in, the more potential of an effect that can have on you when it comes to race day. So if you're looking into other items on your phone and, and thinking about it when you should be thinking about the race and, and yourself and how you're feeling and what you want to do, that can definitely cause some, some negative outcomes. So if you can try to avoid those things, just keep it positive, you know, keep everything up. One of the biggest things I try to do when I'm having a bad day or, you know, maybe not having the day that I want is to really just remind myself to stay up. And what I mean by that is just staying on top of it, not allowing yourself to fold your cave mentally. I've had so many workouts lately where they just not felt very good. I've been very like upset with it. Not just not great days, not felt very good, but I keep telling myself, stay up, stay up, stay up because it all comes to an end. You know, it's all very temporary. And a lot of times you can survive these workouts, these races, if you just continue to remind yourself to kind of keep alive, stay alive, stay up, you know, remind yourself to ride that line and, and own it rather than to cave into it and go into that dark place. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much a wrap on how we kind of encapsulate things. And again, some general ideas on what we do, but also some advice directly to you that you can take with you. I think that we've provided a, a good amount of informative um, ideas here for you to take home and maybe to try yourself. I think this is something that we all can work on improving. And it's, again, it's not always easy if you can't get to race day, you know, with flights and, and travel and, and getting your bib numbers and everything like that. But most of all, find that level of excitement, arousal that fits perfectly with your personality. Not every one of us is going to be very open and lucid to the situation, right? A lot of us need, some of us need that energy. Some of us use that energy to fight. Right. Some of us like to get in those fighters mentalities. Some of us like to be a little bit relaxed and at ease. You have to find your way on that spectrum and really own that. And then, you know, with that, taking it to your race so that you can optimally perform. That's what it's all about. It's all about being able to perform at your best and finding that balance and that rhythm. And maybe we, uh, maybe we added some things to your repertoire that now you can begin applying for the races. So give it a try. Let us know what you think, of course. We're always open to, to helping maybe manage some of these things and obviously give more ideas and, and thought on this in, in future podcast episodes or you know whether that's direct messaging or email. So let us know what you think again. And as always, thank you all for joining today's podcast episode. You've been sitting here with Coach Rory Moynihan and myself, Coach Dylan Bellis, and we thank you all for joining 
Runners Connect, run to the top, educate podcast.